special guest, Nick Marabella. Welcome, Nick. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Cool. Um, a little backdrop. Uh, I never met Nick. I know him through social media a little bit. We're in the same field in the sense of uh, we have uh, hair salons. And um, me and my partner were seeing him pop up recently. And there was, uh, and I was talking to you earlier, there was like a change that I saw. And I was like, cool. It, he sounds more attractive, sounds more appealing. I want to get to know this guy because I saw it. That's how social media works. I saw like a drastic change. But before we get into us, into it, give me a little backdrop on like where you come from, what you do, who you are. Yeah. All right. So uh, it was in high school, it was either hair or the Marine Corps. So I started doing hair. 9-11 happened. Then I jumped into Marine Corps. Did that for a little while. Nice. Got out and was like, you know, I really am good at hair, so I might as well just stick to what I'm doing. And then I just build up from there. And then I was living in the Dominican Republic. I went there for a bachelor party. I was like, this shit's pretty dope. Like, I want to get a job where I can work from anywhere in the world. Wait a minute. So, yeah, I, I got to yeah, pause there a little bit. That went too quick. You were living so, in the Dominican I went or you for, went there I went, and just stayed I went there, there for a bachelor party. <laughs> Wait, you went there and you stayed? Yeah. All right. And I'm So I was uh, in between salons. <laughs> I, had a, I had a vending machine business. I was like, I could fucking, I could swing this. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there on the beach. I'm like, I need to get a job where I can work from anywhere in the world. And that's when I was like e-commerce websites. So a big extension of my salon mm -hmm. is having the e-commerce portion of it where I sell yeah. products online. Didn't start selling shampoo online like I should have at first. I started doing like surfing, skateboarding, MMA shit. Couldn't monetize it. Didn't know anything about the online world. I knew about hair. So fast forward a couple of years. Uh, I was with the wrong kids, wrong time. Everyone was selling weed at the time. I actually legitimately got out of the business, still had the friends though, where proximity is power. Yeah. You are who you hang out with. Uh, he was getting followed, we got arrested. And I was looking at, you know, several years in jail. The case got dismissed, had a really good uh, law team with me. And then I was like, fuck, I need to make a change. Like I had to make a, a definite change in my life. If I went down this path, I know where that leads. So I was like, I'm good at hair. What the fuck am I doing? Just get back into doing what you do good. Yeah. And then as I was doing hair again, I was like, hold on, I can sell shampoo online. And then I just started, you know, an e-commerce business, got my teeth kicked in pretty hard in the first, <laughs> uh, in the first three months of that business. Lessons. As, as you should. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally, I, I got Google ads all, all dialed in, credit card hooked up to my Google ads, no limit on it, American Express Platinum, and I'm fucking just seeing sales come in. So I'm turning the dials up. Yeah. And then $96,000 in three months got spent. And wow. Yeah. So I had some sales, but my return on ad spend was not where it should have been. My cost per acquisition was through the roof. I had free shipping, free returns. I literally got my teeth kicked out my throat. Yeah. As we were planning a wedding, looking for a house, me and my wife. She wanted to fucking kill me. So Ow. let me let me chime yeah. in. So this is when you said your teeth kicked in, like this was you, all your work. Right? All my it wasn't work. through somebody else. So it no, was this like, is me. The like, ad spend got yeah. out of control and yeah. your return on investment or yeah. It was just, I had to figure it out. It just wasn't hitting. It just wasn't. You I were upside down. I was not retargeting um, mm -hmm. abandoned shopping carts. I didn't know the e-commerce business. Yeah. I thought you'd get a website, you put products online, and magically you'd become a millionaire. Yeah. Like every other well, business owner. Not yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. That's not how it happens. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Then it was like the pandemic happened. So now I'm out of my moneymaker, which is a salon. Yeah. I'm, I'm upside down now in my e-commerce business, and I realized something. When I was facing my the hardest time, you know, facing jail and facing that, I was really big into uh, self-development, mindset, affirmations. Uh, Esther Hicks is one yeah. of them, you know? And I used to read my success statement every day. And then I got back to it again. You know, I started realigning my views, my focus, my mindset. And then I was able to come out of that hole, you know? And I was able to really, truly put myself 
into a into the higher power. Like mm-hmm. I just visualize it, and every obstacle became an opportunity. Correct. Before we get too far, yeah. I just want to back up a little bit. Can yeah, you tell ahead. me a little bit, like where you grew up, and oh yeah, sure, how, what that looked like for you? Yeah, all right. I grew up. My father was a cop. Mother was a homemaker. What town? In Newark. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was corrections, so we were part of Newark. Um, no, he was corrections. All right. So, but he. But, uh, but you grew up in Newark. Or... I grew up in Whippany. All right. I lived in North Ward for mm-hmm. a little while on Clifton Ave. Moved out. To yeah, and I just moved out. Yeah. yeah. But what's your ethnicity? What's your background? My family? father's Italian. My mother's okay. mixed. So she's Puerto Rican, Hungarian, German, and a big mutt. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. You went to Whippany High went School. Went to Whippany High School. You know, barely went to high school. I started busting tables at thirteen. Where'd you work first? Well, now you got to... <laughs> yeah. We're gonna now you're well, I, I knew first. a restaurant came yeah. in here somewhere. Well, this is stylish <laughs> and waiter are like you're shocked. If I didn't do, if I don't own hair salons, I would probably own restaurants. Yeah. I love the front of the house. Back of the house, the food costs and shit like that, it's not my wheelhouse. You know, but when it comes to the front of the house, like the service industry, I love right. that. You want to deal with a guest. You yeah, want to be I forward facing. Yeah. I bartended all over Hoboken, but when I was 13, I remember all the guys that came in there and it was like a half a gangster joint. Like a lot of guys in there were like plumbers or had construction companies, right. garbage companies. Yeah. Some no show yeah. jobs. Yeah. Right? And they would they would pull up in their Cadillacs, Mercedes, and the owner would be like, you know, the valet got to show up. I'm 14 yeah. now. He's like, Can you park cars? Fuck yeah, I can park yeah, cars. I can park cars. And these guys were, you know, third grade education, sixth grade education, and they kept on like stealing the hard work, the blue collar mindset. And I remember coming home like, Mom, I'm done with high school. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. She's like, please just do me a favor and graduate. So being an entrepreneur and being a business owner was always in my DNA. You know, even from far back as seven years old, I remember, you remember the paper applications for American Express, like course, at the yeah. diners? I remember filling one of those out at like seven to get a credit card to get the money to start my business. I didn't know what it was going to be yet, but I know I needed a credit card to do it. You know, I was a kid. <laughs> I used to wait by the mailbox all the time for like that. Couldn't wait credit, to use yeah. that Amex. I just had that yeah. card. My son's 12 years okay. old, right? And my wife's like, hey, you got to give him a credit card or bank card. And I'm like, no, let me. So I was actually sitting down with him yesterday. Terms to build his credit under instead yeah. of just giving it to him. Yeah. But it's the same thing. He's like, he's got it. Jones. He's hungry. He's like, I'm like, let's do it. You can't make it the right way because he's got to learn. He's got to yeah. fall down. But at least let's put you on a, you know what I mean, on yeah. a good start and, and do it like that. I mean, he's hungry because he sees his pop, you know? Not just me. Like he said, he sees all my friends and everybody else are yeah. doing the same thing. And his friends, too. Because when it's your pop, you know, you could put him on a pedestal, right? Or you could do this. Yeah. Or on the opposite, you're like, fuck you, right? He sees all his friends and everybody else. So he <laughs> understand. he's starting to understand and grasp it. He wants to, he wants to do something. But he's 12, yeah, but right? Yeah. But it's in you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's important. And some kids, I talk to people, and if it's not in them, like it, it just boggles my mind. When I try and coach somebody, I'm talking, and I'm like, what do you mean you want to work for somebody? Yeah. And my friend's like, Nick, not everybody wants to own a business. Yeah. Like, why do you want to answer somebody? Like, I remember being second grade, like, I don't want to fucking do this homework assignment. Mm-hmm. Just give me the test and let me move same. on. I was the same exact yeah. way. I still am. I'm still learning how Most to Most successful entrepreneurs were C students, they say. Yeah. Uh, I you know? totally believe that. Yeah. It, it's like the old way of learning doesn't work for us, especially back then when it was like book heavy. It was theory. It yeah. was like there was no experience. I have a thing where it's like I don't understand how people go to college and go and there's a business professor and he's driving a Prius, right? And he doesn't business, business. Your business professor should be somebody that's doing phenomenal in business, has yeah. the experiences, growing his scaling, challenge, you know, all the challenges and everything. So I don't say that to my son. He's 12. He's got to finish yeah. school. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope you don't go to college. You know, I, I really want him to just like, if he wants to go something for like a, a doctor or something, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's specialized. Cool. I'll make it happen. Make it happen regardless. But 
I'd rather him kind of figure out what he wants. You of know course. what I mean? College and then is just not support the him. Yeah, I don't. I think it's just that. Yeah, yeah. it's just that, and it might teach you how to handle your time better. The one thing college does do for people, I think, it teaches them how to learn. Yeah. So, like, we had to learn the hard way, owning your own business. Like, you figure it out, but it can teach them how to learn faster. That's maybe the only thing I could see. And networking. And networking. Like, if you if go, you go to, to a school, because I know a lot of people, they're like, he's just going there to meet people and get That's a true fraternity yeah. and Double get that network. Thing. Like, you go to Harvard, you know what it is. Like, right. you're going to go. Yeah. The high school the you go lives. to. A lot of these guys who go to the the private high schools yeah. also that's networking. Correct. You know whose father is the CEO of a hedge fund. Exactly. You know who you shake hands with, who you're playing with. The alumni forever. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You're paying to play, right? Yeah. You're, you're sitting at the right table as that's early it. as possible. There's benefits and the same thing when you move to a certain town in a certain area, like and they're like tax like you're not paying for taxes, you're paying for your neighbors. You're paying that's for it. access to yeah. whoever to whoever. That's super important. Right, Jamie? <laughs> Phil wants me to move to Montclair to Porsche. There's no like secret. No, no, no. You I know what I mean? Do whatever you want to do. It's just taxes have nothing to do with it. You've got to figure it out. You just got to figure it out. So, how yeah. long have you been doing hair for? 25 ish years. Yeah, since 98. Do you I actually do hair? Are I, you I, I'm just about out of the business. Okay. Yeah, I'm not at the business, but behind the chair. Gotcha. I'm still going to do it like once a week. I'm down to two days a week now. Okay. I'm good at it, though. That's the problem. Do you like, enjoy it? Not as much as I used to. Okay. I enjoy it when I'm actually doing it, but notice this, having four salons and then having the two e-commerce stores, I need to get shit done. And when I have to do a full highlight, which is going to take me away from doing what I need to do, and I can't just pop my phone and like, throw a foil in and answer an email. Committed. Like my, Now my time is way more valuable than what I'm charging for the full highlight. Right. And my team's completely capable. The one thing I did do, which is great, was I created raving fans in my business. Mm -hmm. So my clients are raving fans, which I'm trying to teach my staff how to do. What does that mean? A raving fan is someone who will die for you. Like it's a like your raving your restaurant should have raving fans. People who will always go, go to your restaurant. They talk about you. They tag you on Instagram. You want to create raving fans for your product. So I did that inadvertently. You know, he loves it. Yeah, well, I know where he got. Yeah, business yeah. <laughs> mastery. Yeah, but I also got that before that. There's yeah, a bunch of books. It, it just, it just exactly. It's yeah. not him. It just like solidifies. Yeah, sometimes when like, you hear oh, it. he's right. Yeah, and then business mastery is like you know what business do you think you're in? What business do you need to yeah, get? Correct. That was the one that really hit me hard. Yeah. And my clients don't think anyone else can do their hair. Like a single process or a touch-up is very basic. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking 5N. I put it on your hair that's gray. <laughs> the color doesn't work. We wash it out. Magically, your grays are gone. My girls can do that. My team can do that. They don't want anyone else to do that but me. It's it's a blessing. It's great. But it's a relationship. now I need to pass them on to somebody else. So long story short, I'm on my way out of the hair industry. I'm okay. me physically doing it. <clears throat> But I, I've been in it for years, so I could right. I could help people. Now I'd rather coach someone on how to be successful. Got it. That's the part of the hair that I loved. That's your good fulfillment. Was the communication. Yeah. Like when I have a girl in my chair, call her Jen. Jen's going through a divorce, <laughs> right? I can give Jen a book to read or give her some kind of help to get her through that hurdle in life. And anyone can make her hair pretty, but not everyone can handle that conversation. You got a client in your chair, her, her fucking son dies. How do you handle doing your hair if you're not emotionally stable yourself? Like, so you learn that this bond you have between your clients is what I loved. So moving into the coaching business, I get that, you know, and I get the chance to grow my companies. So that's why I really, that's why I made that transfer over to that business. But hair, like that was a part of hair I loved when I bartended. That was a part of bartending. The connection. The connection, the people business. Right. You know, and if you could learn how to deal with people and you learn the service industry, you can literally be in anything phone <laughs> sorry about that 
Got a lot of alarm set. Yeah, I'm gonna shut this off too. Yeah. It's off. I don't know why. Yeah, it was mine before, but I don't know why it's mine. It. I'm just gonna shut it off. Don't yell at me. I'll pause. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <clears throat> How are the mics? We're good. Cool. All right, cool. It's off. Awesome. I might like this better. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's My only thing is, I feel like you're looking back and forth. Yeah. 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 I don't. How do I look from the side, Marvin? It's the same. I can't help it, bro. If I'm on a screen, I'm looking at myself like like any other normal yeah. human being. Have you seen this space? It's all I got. All right, we're in. Should I keep looking at the camera or turn to each person? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So where were we? On top of that. <laughs> so you brought up something before, yeah. like, what business are you really in? Oh, yeah. Right? So, so what business, let me, I'm going to ask yeah. you, what business are you really in? I'm in the people business. All right. What does that mean? Building connections, really, with my clients and my staff and my team. And, and Nick, what would you say yours is? Same deal. Like, when I, like my staff are my clients. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my job to make them happy. Correct. So I, you know, doing that whole thing of business mastery, I'm in the retail business, too, like online e-commerce. Yeah. But I'm also a salon. But I'm also coaching. So I'm like, what fucking business am I really in? Mm -hmm. It is um, the people business. Yeah. So I want my internal team, right, my internal clients to be successful. They're going to take care of my my external, my brand clients. I don't need to worry about them anymore. How can I make them happy? How can I serve them better? And when I made that switch, I completely restructured my whole entire, my whole entire payment structure in the salon commission-based. I took the color off of my my burden. No deductions. No deductions. Mm -hmm. And they pay for their own color, though. Oh, right. so, so I treat them separate, I treat them almost like sweet renters. Mm -hmm. So patterns. How do you break patterns? Yeah. So everybody wants to be their own boss. They want freedom. They want to own their own suite. How do I break that pattern and create a new pattern? Well, fuck it. I'm going to give them 60, 65, 70% commission. Mm -hmm. I'm going to max out above and beyond what any other salon's doing. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a PMA, I can structure my business internally however I want yeah. without the state board putting their two cents in. Yeah. And we'll touch on that in a, sec a second, like what the PMA is. Mm -hmm. So that's the business I'm in. And when you took me from you know, Dominican Republic, doing hair, e-commerce, now the pandemic happened, which is where you first found me yeah. at Brick and Mirror. I was pissed because they were shutting salons down. And I don't like being told what to do, which is why I own my own business. <laughs> you know, and people... I identify as yeah. And people were too ignorant to believe that the government has their best interest at heart because the government has politicians that help run the laws, which are being... You know, their campaigns are being funded by corporations, which benefit from these laws being done. And so I thought it would be a cool idea just to go out there and fucking call everybody out. Yeah. But I'm just throwing more negative energy towards negative energy, yeah. which right. the answers and they're going to be more and more negative situations. Right. And that's not solving anything. You know, so I learned about private membership associations and I learned about the Constitution being that we're shut down and our rights as... I have a question. On your timeline, you said you spent 96K on ad spends, basically, Okay, so right? that, that Where was, are we now in that So timeline? 96K was right in the, like, two years before the pandemic. Okay, got yeah. it. So what, what was your ROI? Where were you in sales and as opposed to... Probably break-even. So I was probably okay. doing almost 100000 a month wow. in sales, but I was spending 100000 a month on ads. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm fucking rich. I had no money. No, I saw the sales and I thought that was profit. Right. And I had no idea. Don't forget, from a drug dealer standpoint, you have your product, you sell it, boom, 
I don't think of yeah. cross brown position. Broke because it's just <laughs> you're in the hamster wheel. Yeah, and then it's like I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. Then people start giving you cash advances based on your sales. Now I'm yeah. taking money, throwing good money at bad fucking yeah. bad habits. Right. And then it was just the whole kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And my wife can't get she kept getting more pissed. I kept getting more dizzy. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'm making all this money, but I'm having no profit. So I just I just started grinding hair out even harder. So I was I was working seven days a week, making you know twenty five thousand plus a month doing hair, right. funneling all that money into the online business because I I knew it worked somehow some way, and then I was like, oh, I I can't do this. Like I have to figure this out. So I started learning Google Ads. How, well, that's what I was going to get into. Yeah. Like, how'd you end up figuring? Because I've been doing Google yeah. Ads since two thousand ten eleven. I'm always learning. It's always changing, yeah. right? Google Ads. I've been doing uh, Instagram ads since they came out, and yeah. Facebook ads too. And to explain it to somebody sometimes, like, I'll understand yeah. that. But I'm like, look, I need a lot of time. I'll give you the basics. So, like, where was that switch where for, it happened where, obviously, you know how to do an ad. Yeah. But now you can look at the analytics. You can look at trends. Yeah. For, for a shopping yes. campaign, everyone knows the product they're buying. Mm -hmm. So, if this is an Alterna Moisture shampoo, they already know what they want. I don't need to market them in a search campaign and sell them on this product. Mm -hmm. They know that they want to buy it. So, you have these shopping campaigns right in the top part. Yeah. When I looked at all my data, I realized I was converting at a much higher rate on my shopping ads than on my shirt, my search ads. Mm -hmm. So fuck the What's search the ads. difference for those of us? That... Search is a little text that you see when you Google something. It's like sponsored ads. It's written like a title, and then you have some like other font below it, okay. and it brings you to a website, a blog. If you have a question about something, that's a search ad. Like okay. You're going to see that, a query, and then you're going to get served the answer on Google. Got it. When it comes to a shopping ad, a shopping is those little boxes at the top of your Google search that has the product you're looking for. Correct. So I started really digging into SEO. So my organic reach would happen on the text ads, but I'm still paying for the shopping mm. above it. So once I figured that out, I canceled everything but shopping. And then I was winning. Then I was like, holy shit. Because it was almost like you're you're throwing money at two different things. One isn't working, yeah. so you're f focused on the yeah, shopping. On the one. And the shopping is a direct click to your product right to as opposed product. to the search, figure it out. Trying Maybe to be information, and then you still have to yeah. bring it over to the And other. they're just searching for it. They want to read more about it. Correct. I'm not here to educate them on the You're product. looking for people that are ready to make a decision. Yes. They want to purchase that product. And so the shopping cool. ad is that. Cool. So I eliminated all the other wasted ad spend just by serving the ad that made more sense for me. And, uh, so yeah. like... It's good that you said that because a lot of people think like just throw money at an ad and it takes, and I'm sure you'll, you'll say like tweaking and looking at it and you get past it to somebody else. They're never going to kind of do the job that you can, unless you create that in-house and then you pass yeah. the baton to that. You're always tweaking or else you're just throwing money. Yeah. Like Before you do any kind of advertising with your website or your brand, you need to make sure that the core structure of your website needs to be sound. Like your SEO has to be on point. And what that means is search engine optimization. You need to have the right title, the right meta tags, meta descriptions, and you need internal linking. You need to take a user through your website and give them an experience. And if you're not linked up properly, you're never gonna be able to convert that person into a sale or into a customer because you just built the page and it's raw. And you need to shop on your own site. You need to shop around That's and take notes. And sometimes, and sites, yeah, so. you need to go it's to your own site. be as easy as possible. Yeah, if Otherwise you, people are gone, right? It's a product. They if don't you, wanna if, deal with yeah, it. Yeah, if you want to eat your own restaurant, yeah. Well, then how the fuck do you know if right. you have good food or not? Yeah, I don't know how many steps. Yeah. That's the most yeah. common question in the world. How are you so consistent? I'm like, I eat the food every day. Yeah. You're like, that's too simple. No, yeah. no, it's not. Simple's business. When's the last time I talk to people all the time? When's the last time you went to your salon website? Mm -hmm. You never go. People don't go. Just they don't realize that a link is broken. It. I pay somebody to do it. They do yeah. all the work. 
It's like, but you have to know because you don't have to do the work, but you have to know where all the holes are and everything, what yeah. works and what doesn't, to direct somebody to fix it. And it goes the same thing for a stylist or an mm -hmm. assistant protege or, or any sort of ads or your accountant. Like, he can only do so much if you don't give him all the info that yeah. you know then. So that's that's pretty much where where I'm at right now. Now I just figured out all of that. And even last, what was it, what's it, July right now, August, September? So in July, one of my e-commerce stores had an issue with the theme where it wasn't it wasn't able to load on mobile. And so I saw the the warnings come in through Google. I'm like, ah, maybe it's like a weird update. And I was so busy with my other business, right? Starting this whole coaching thing that I neglected it. And then I realized you know, a month and a half went by, and my sales were down 60K. Really quick, yeah. I was like, holy shit. So I was on vacation with my wife. I'm like, I gotta work. Like, I can't. Like, I went down to Florida to open my Florida location of the salon. And so I had to fix this problem because that is my bread and butter of my other e-commerce store. So I sat there for a week and figured it out. And I know how to code a website. So I literally spun up a whole new theme, recorded the website, added back in all the SEO. I did this from like morning to night. It was beautiful yeah. in Florida, but I had to get done. And then the you were it, only there because of this. Yeah. Right? Then mean, the issue know. happened again. And I'm like, fuck, it was an app. It was a reviews app that had a bad piece of code. Yeah. And it didn't happen right away. It happened in a week again after yeah. I got it fixed. So then I went through so I, it again. I stripped everything out, uploaded a new theme, and I have a I have a VA in the Philippines. So we did it together. Yeah. And a VA is a virtual assistant, if you guys don't know what a VA is. Okay. And so within a matter of a couple of days, my ads were back running again. Everything was fixed. And then now it's even better than it was before. Cool. So I can sit here and dwell on the fact that I lost some money, but now it's even more profitable because I had to go look at all the issues. Well, you paid to learn. Yeah. That's your That's so. yeah. So let me let me understand. So cool. You have a bunch of salons right now, yeah. right? We'll we'll get to the PMA in a little bit. You got a bunch of salons, you're doing the e-commerce and everything. Yep. Obviously, there's a certain amount of time in a day that you have, right? And I'm mm -hmm. starting to hear it as you're saying it, where you're still doing a lot of the work. And now you're stepping back from behind the chair and everything. How are you delegating that to yourself and then to others right now? Because as you go, it seems like you're going to grow, right? And as yeah. you grow, there's only one of you and I'm in the same boat and yeah. he's in the same boat. We grow really quick and then fuck. Yeah. We're falling apart. We're not, everybody wants to see us. They can't. We're in that time space. Talk yeah, to about it's, that it's communication. You have to just touch people. Walk in the salon. How's it going? give them time. So you have a couple different days. You have management days and you have leadership days. Mm -hmm. If you have managers, they do the management days and then you manage the managers. Your leadership day is a completely different hat. That's you. Leaders care. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? How's the wife? You know, how to go last week with surgery for whoever? Yeah. You know, hey, I'm looking at the numbers. What's going on? Like your retention rate dropped 20%. Um, is it your skills? You, is everything okay with at home? Yeah. That's a leadership day. You know, a management day is... You know, uh, Jen, I told you to clean your station every week. I come in on, on a Saturday and it's all fucked up. <laughs> we got to make sure that this is squared away because clients come in here. That's the first thing they see is your station. It's the first station to slum. So you got to manage them, right? It's much better to have a manager do that because it's hard for them to look at you as a leader now. Correct. And then right. you're wearing both hats. So you have to do both in the beginning. But when you could pass that management role to somebody, you just manage that manager. And so when the station's fucked up, or the kitchen's dirty, you go to the manager. You don't go to the employee. Hey, what's going on? I thought we talked about this last week. Why the fuck isn't our address yet? I talked to him. I don't know what to do. All right. And then when that happens, then you could step in, you know, because people don't do things for a very few reasons. A, they don't know they should be doing it. 
they don't know how to do it or they're not motivated to do it. So it's one of those three. So then you could pull them aside and be like, hey, John, uh, what's going on? Like, do you not know you should be doing this? I, I know that uh, Derek told you to clean the kitchen or whatever, but right. it's not getting done. You know, it, you, you, do I do it properly? Let me show you how to do it again. Or you're not motivated. Like, which is it? Or you just don't want to do it. You don't give a fuck. So you, just, you don't want to work here. So cool. Leadership, managers. Yeah. I get that part, right? So, so like... now the time is this. I block the time off. So I schedule in, I'm going to be, I have to do a better job of this, scheduling in time with each one of the employees just to chat. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Calendar is my greatest asset. That's it. Once I learned how to use the calendar, Mm -hmm. that's when it changed everything. I was the entrepreneur for many years. I had the fucking apps. I had the phones. I had a Palm Trio. I wanted to be a businessman. You know, all the email accounts. And once I became the businessman, I don't know what the fuck to do. You got busy. Yeah, it was like, holy shit. Like, what, if I have to get something done, it goes to my calendar now. Yeah. That's it. And then I spend, I have an hour of power in the morning where I look at my day, what has to get done. I do it the night before too. What what do I have going on tomorrow? What's urgent? What's non-negotiable? And then I attack it. So you categorize it. Yeah. And I'm saying it because yeah. I identify yeah. and I use the yeah. same language. So like, you know, and we talk about like yeah. what a commitment is sometimes, yeah. right? And it's That's like, where I am how, right now. How do you categorize it? A little it? lost in the sauce. Yeah. Because what happens is like, we prioritize based on mo or we're used to based on motive, right? I, I learned commitment is like once I commit to it, whether it's good for me, good for you, good for somebody else, I committed and then I categorize how yeah. that is, right? Um, but yeah, so like when I prioritize everything, it gives me a sense that I use my calendar. And so I'm very much of like, I know how to say no. I usually say yes to something and then figure it out and put it together as opposed to no, because I'll never make time for it. Hey, let's go have dinner. Yeah, hit me up next week. You know how that goes. Yep. It goes right in my calendar right away. Yep. Schedule day, because if not, I shouldn't be asking you when we have when we're going to have dinner. Yep. And it can't always be when it's convenient for me. So like, that's how I prioritize myself. You know that switched for me? When I realized I always made it to my hair appointments on time, <laughs> right? And you're like, fuck, they're always scheduled. Yeah. They pre- I'm telling my client to pre-book an appointment so she can get a hold of me. Yeah. I'm not booking any of my shit. Nothing I need to else, get yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I'm just going to book it just like it's a real appointment. And once I started doing that, and not everything either, because you go through this phase too, when you, you have so many things to do and you create that to-do list in the morning, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill today. You get nothing done. Yep, and you get discouraged. One fire gets put out. And you're like, you wake up or you go to bed at night. You're like, what the fuck? I did nothing today. Everything has to get transferred tomorrow. And tomorrow I got all that shit to do. So I'm like, fuck, I need to get, like today was three non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I going to get done today? It's the most important thing that's going to push the needle forward. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to do. You know, and sometimes I have like even payroll sometimes that needs to get delegated to somebody else right. and make sure it's done. But I still handle that. And so. You oversee that. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, no, I still handle it. Like, I still hit the button. I could like to see the numbers. No, I hit the send button, too. Yeah. But, like, I let, I let people give yeah. me the reports, right? Yeah. I look at it. I could look at it so well. Now, I know the patterns. I know yeah. what was gross. I know what my expenses are. It's only when something's, like, glaring that I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. And I, we have a bunch of business. Cool. Let me go and look at this one. More but then I, either I hit the send or I'm like, okay, send it. Because you could also get lost. You don't know your numbers. You think it's going good. And it's happened to me. Yeah. I'm like, she's got it. And then next thing you know, it's like, how the fuck did we overpay $20,000? Right. Yeah. Then you got to go back and figure it out. But like, so there, it's the same. So like I delegate a bunch of stuff. I definitely schedule. I'm like at 80%. I, I, I always need to like do better. Right. That's yeah. always. But um, there's some things that I removed myself from doing that I delegate, but I oversee. And like you broke yeah. it down good in terms of leadership and manager. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Where. 
I'm the face, I'm the ultimate decision, everything, but I can't be. Some things I need to walk away from that I love, Yeah. right? And I'm just like, I do it so well. Nobody could do it better. You know what I mean? You get stuck in that, but you have to know there's a learning curve. And I do the 80-20, like if they do 80% of it, and 20 is not shit, there's room for improvement. Yeah. I could do 30 other things and it's so much better. better What did you hate to let go of? Everything. (laughs) I'm a fucking control freak. You know, we're all like, we all came up and did it that like, this is how we do it. And so in the, look, I'm really good at delegating right now. I'm just more selective and more careful instead of just giving you a job. I know it requires me too, and my accountability to teach you follow up, not just have. So I had a meeting this morning and my objective after that is to follow up with her. I'm really good at meetings, really good at telling people what's wrong. One-on-one I'm fucking phenomenal at it. I do so many, I don't follow up like the way I should, yeah. right? So now I'm like, I and I have to schedule it because if I don't schedule it, it's just a great fucking yeah. idea. Right. Call it so-and-so for the follow-up. Yeah. You follow Dan Martell at all? I know who he is, yeah. Yeah, you follow him? I Dan don't. Martell, follow him on Instagram when we get done with the call. Okay. Or done with the podcast. He's got a lot of good information out there on how to buy back your time, Yeah. but he has like a one, three, one rule. And uh, I'm gonna definitely fuck this up. So if he's watching, don't hold me over coals for this. But <laughs> it's like, Someone comes to you with a problem, yeah. identify the main objective of the problem, three solutions for it, mm-hmm. ask the person, and then what's the best solution out of the three? That's it. Because people are going to come to you for everything. Yeah. And it's like, why are you asking me? Just fucking figure out. I, I have to figure out the, the answer for you where you could just figure it out instead of asking me. And now I'm wasting time getting out of my workflow, which is why I don't like working at the salon. You get stuck. I have an office there and people just want to, I got Always. a question for you. What? Like, I don't mean to be like that. Mm-hmm. And even at home too, it's like my wife, we have a nine month old, you know, she's pregnant now. Yeah. And so she's like, hey, real quick, can you hold the baby for a second? I love to hold my baby, yeah. but I'm like so deep and focused right now. It's gonna take me a half hour to get back to that focus spot again. Cause they don't understand that. I had the same conversation with my wife all weekend. It's Labor Day weekend when my wife, right? <laughs> love you, man. When my <laughs> wife is, and she works with me, she's my yeah. partner too, she's the stylist. Yeah. When she's working, she's on, she's good structure. Mm-hmm. When not, it's like, it's attention more. It's like, hey, what do you want to eat? I'm like, no, I delegated that to you so you can figure it out. Yeah. But do you want pizza pasta? I'm like, I don't give a fuck what the fuck yeah. you order. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna eat. I'm, like, God, I'm <laughs> just gonna fucking eat it. No, but why don't you tell me? And I had to like pull her aside. I'm like, look, I know you're going through some shit right now in the sense of just like, you want me? I'm like, I have to just do this, right? Or I'm present. That's their way, believe it or not. That's how the people's way of getting attention and wanting to be loved in a little bit is yeah. like, so my job is to make sure I don't rob them of the opportunity to learn that also. Because that's tricky, because that was perfect yeah. what you said. Like, cool, you, what'd you call it? The three? The th- one, three, one rule. The yeah. one, three, one. I don't know what it is, but I kind of yeah. utilize it, which is like, cool, I'll have something with you. We're going to have a meeting. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to let you give the solutions, even though I have three, but I'm kind of going to funnel them this yeah. way. So you made the decision, but I kind of put them together, right? right? So it's a partnership, but the critical thinking and the problem solving relies on you because th- there's a manager, there's a leader, but if you're not finding solutions and just delivering to them, you're just a good messenger. That's it. Right. right. And what did they do every time they had a problem when you weren't there? Exactly. They figured, figured it out. It out. Oh, when, you, it out. when you disappear is the best part because they have no choice but to figure it the fuck out. I, I love that. You know, a lot of shit we do is really technical online. So it might be logged out of something. It could be a broken part of the website. Like to, to not jump away too far back again, my first website after the Dominican Republic cost me $11,000. I didn't have $11,000 through kind of credit card. I was like, fuck it, pay this web designer. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna be a millionaire. I get the website, it does not function. It's a theme, they just 
decorated and it had still had the theme name on the bottom yeah i was like bro why is that's the website name why does it say this goofies <laughs> yeah he's like oh it's gonna be another 125 dollars another fucking and we i flipped out yeah i was like you gotta be kidding me so i went got another one done seven gram i just have nothing now now my first intro to the business is literally i get my ass kicked all the time when i start something new <laughs> and then i'm like you know what fuck it i bought a book in html so reading HTML. I was just going to ask you, what was the impetus for you to learn? Copying the code, I'm hitting enter. I'm like, all right, cool. I got the font red. All right. I would strip code out of a website, yeah. see what it looks copy like, paste. copy, paste, change something. And I taught myself the whole language of computer programming. So now when there's a problem, I'm just, I do it myself. Or I can hire somebody now to do this for me and not get taken advantage of. Because you know it. Because I'll hire overseas. Bangladesh, Pakistan, doesn't matter, Philippines, Russia, like well, those areas got great people, the Eastern Europeans. But they quote you on a, on a $3,000 change when I'm like, it's going to take you 10 minutes to do it. Right. Here's what you need to do. Please just get this done. And now it's $15 yeah. because they're $15 an hour, took them an hour. Uh, so whereas before you could take it for a ride, right. but now I know the language. Got you it. have to know the language. If you're going to talk to your accountant, you, have, you, you need the language of money. If you're going to talk to your stylist or a cook, you have to know the language of cooking. Like, why is your food order so high? If you don't know that language, they can just pull one over on you. You know, it's the same thing with liquor companies. If you know the language each one of your divisions has, then you're good. So if you're, if you're in the e-commerce business, you need to know that language of computer programming because you will get your ass kicked. Obviously. Yeah. But that, that's also like, uh, we have a term, we call it the artist curse. Right? Okay. Yeah. When you're so great at being an artist, you're like, I don't give a fuck about the numbers of the business. I just want to do here, and you know, you hear it all the time. I just want to be a phenomenal fucking chef. I just want to be a tattoo artist. Yeah. Like they want to be successful. They want to do everything in their own. You know, be so creative, so perfectionist that they leave the most important, important thing, which is business. And the other thing is like business is an art, right? And you speak of it very passionate and everything. And we, yeah. we both of us do too, where it's like, it's fun. You get to yeah. figure stuff out. You get to problem solve. You get to talk with people. You get to do relationships and everything. It's like, you know, I'm not a professional athlete. I was really athletic when I was younger. This is my sport. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you want to win the championship, you want to win the World Series, then fucking get to that 100 million. Get yeah. to that billion mark. That's the fucking belt. That's the World Series ring, you know? And so it's like, every day, what, do you, what can you do better to train yourself to be better at business? And so you have to learn all these things. Get, get around people who are, who are better at it. You know, successfully excludes. Yeah. Work with people that are better with you in the same industry yeah. and not have an ego and be like, fuck you. Yeah. But it's like, all right. That's a hard lesson to learn also, right? You know? Yeah. Hire into your weaknesses. Everybody could say it, but who could actually do it and yeah. deal with it inside their own house? Yeah. I, you know, in the kitchen. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. older now. Yeah. There's newer techniques. There's, you know, people went worked at better restaurants. There's, it's hard to hire a 27 year old kid that has a different talent structure than you. Yeah. And sometimes you question your, your self-worth, you know, yeah. and you're like, damn, this kid is, he's got it. Yeah. But who gave him the opportunity? How did yeah. we get here? You know, who's yeah. going to mentor him through problems that he has no idea how to solve? Yeah. Can he deal with equipment issues? Can he deal with purveyor issues? Can he yeah. deal with staffing issues? Can he deal with dish machines breaking? Like these, that's also part of the job. That's I say to myself all the time, God, I wish I could just cook today. Yeah. I wish I could just cook today. I got in this because I love to cook. It's such a little part of the business at this point in my life. It's almost sad to talk about, you know? Yeah. But I'm at the end this week, so it gets me back. I was there yeah. last week, you know? Every time, like, somebody graduates or their parents move and they got to go to Wisconsin, in the beginning, I'm like, shit. But in the end, I'm like, thank God that happened. Yeah. You know, because there was things going on that I just, I wasn't touching on. And there's only one yeah. way to do it, and that's get in there and figure it out, like you said. Yeah. Learn the code. Speak the language. Yeah. You have right? to speak the language, yeah. 
You still like cooking though? Do you enjoy it? I don't like it. I love it. I just, nice. it's almost like, it's funny because I'm a ball breaker. I come from a long line of ball breakers. No, but, but listen, his wife's from Nutley. You know the deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. we just fuck with each other. That's it's fun. That's the language we speak, right? So I'll be in there tonight and I'll be like, you know, it's 2.30. Do you need some help with your prep work? Because I'm already set up and, you know. I'm Jordan tonight. I'm going to drop 63 yeah. in the flu game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just enjoy it. So yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah. But there's another part of it that the answer is no. And that's if you haven't spent time in a kitchen on one of your places yet, I haven't been there in a while and I get in there, I'm a little intimidated by myself. I feel awkward. I forgot the recipe. You're, I don't know everybody's name. You're a guest. And you're I, I'm a guest. And that's really hard for me. And that's kind of where I am right now. And it's like, it's fucking with my head a little bit, yeah. you know? And there's only one way to do it. And it's just immerse yourself in it, yeah. admit when you're wrong, and know who you are and what your strengths are, and go learn it again. You yeah. know, but that's hard to do when you reach a certain level. You gotta, you gotta really humble yourself and just go in there and be quiet and and learn for a minute. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where I'm at right now. And I and the key is structure, right? I need to, I need non-negotiables and I need a schedule. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm building towards next week. So I have a trail today for a sous chef and a trail nice. tomorrow. Hopefully, one of them's the guy. We'll give him four or five days, whatever he needs. And then I'm on a strict schedule where I got to be at each place one or two days a week because I don't feel good walking in there and not knowing the language, no. you know, because I can't be effective. Yeah. You should pop in each one of those places. That's I don't either. And I, you should. Every but, time I have issues, yeah. it's because I haven't been somewhere and they're like, hey, daddy, is, they'll say it. They're like, yeah. just abandon us. And now I feel fucking Oh, you're back. Oh, Dude, what? it's the same oh. thing. Daddy's here. Yeah. You know, like you abandoned us. Why do they say that? There, right. They love to have us there. Look, but it, it's the balance. I, I think balance, the word is a myth. It's kind of just like waves and where you go. Yeah. Mine is like my fulfillment comes in working with people and like, cool. You want like I get excited about getting you to this level because you want to do it. I'm like, this what's up. I love watching people. Grow. Yeah, I really do. Not just friends like anybody. I'm that guy that's cheering, clapping for him. Like it touches my heart. And so like you get uber focused over here and then you have this where you're leaving behind, but you're like, it's running so good. They don't fucking need me. They're actually doing good. And I get caught up in that once in a while. It's, it's, it's the, like the preventative maintenance. Yeah. You don't take that PM. I learned out of the Marine Corps. You have to take care of the vehicle or the equipment mm -hmm. all the time. So turn it on once yeah. in a while. <laughs> check the oil, how the levels, yeah. all that shit. So it's the preventative maintenance. So you can just prevent the issue from happening because yeah. you're just in there. That was the lesson I learned these first six months yeah. of the year. Or, or like five months where we had uh we had a turnover and, and stuff like that and it's like believe it or not like i'm good when shit happens because i get creative and i start looking at stuff when it's not happening i don't have no you're forced to yeah. do it right yeah. so i'm like stuck in the office not that i want it to be but i'm grinding and everything yeah. in a different building not going to the salons the connection starts and I, I told jamie me and my wife went to eat at madame one day and we were like what's going on? like we knew it but like I saw Jamie working there and he's working the fucking floor and we're just like blown away. We're like, that's it. And I told him, I was like, that's what we got to do. And we're okay with like, you know, being vulnerable and humble and saying like, yo, we fucked up. We got to like get in there, yeah. more FaceTime, schedule, dedicate. And, and it was a game changer, you know, right after that. Let's talk about the uh, time. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so it's it's a private We're membership. Have to change our show to ninety minutes at least. By the way, <laughs> if we keep having guests like Nick on, I mean, it's you know, good. Yeah. We'll do a part yeah. two. Let's do a part two. <laughs> it's a, it's a private membership association. It's PMA, and the PMA is protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution and the Fourteenth Amendment of the Constitution and some other amendments too. But those are the two most important ones. Your right to peacefully assemble, like all those amazing riots that happened back during the pandemic, that everyone was allowed to yeah. riot, but you couldn't fucking visit your family. Correct. 
they were peacefully assembling. So in my salon, everyone peacefully assembles. That's all we're doing. And then when they come in, they become a member by signing, by signing a membership agreement. That's our private contract. Now, the government or state cannot interfere with two citizens having a private contract unless my PMA is causing substantial harm or evil to its members, which we're not. And then a couple of my friends tried to debate me on, on hair color. Well, hair color could be dangerous. It could be. But that means that if it's that dangerous, then you have to get hair color out of every CVS and shop right in the state. And you're not going to do that. So <laughs> that was good. If you that good. Yeah. So and that's we're not doing anything crazy in there. I'm not doing surgeries and I do a buckle. I have bourbon, wine, beer. I don't drink anymore. But, you know, if someone wants a glass of wine after work, they can have a glass of wine. I don't need ABC coming in there. Yeah. They don't have to come in there. Well, you're not selling it. I'm not selling it. There's a difference. You're giving right? it away. It's like yeah. what a lot of. Uh... American legions, and yeah. when there's a party, they don't sell it. They offer it. They bought it. Yes. It's similar in the sense it's, it's that it's very, very yeah, similar. My, my question, right? I'm gonna poke mm -hmm. some holes just because yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Is like, state board came after it too, by the way. Well, that was my second, but so which which board? Uh, state board cosmetology. cosmetology. Okay. okay. So my questions or, or the holes I'm gonna poke is like yeah. I understand it. I understand what laws and everything, but at the end of the day, they can make it very difficult for you, and they could get you caught legally, and then you have this big nut to do. Because I understand it, yeah. right? And I, and I agree with it, and and I believe in it. But I also know, like, if you get on the radar like this and make that much noise, like yep. when you're here, it's cool. When you and we're gonna use this guy's gym again, yeah. you know what I mean? And I know he wasn't, yeah. but like because he made a lot of noise, yeah, people start. You become a target. So Top Shelf Fitness is in Rockaway. Yeah. They're a gym. Tommy Trelevis. Yeah, Tommy. He went to Nutley High School. Okay. He graduated the year nice. above me. Yep. So Tommy, <laughs> so Tommy actually, he yeah. shut his salon down. I mean, a salon, he shut his gym yeah. down. Yes. Reopened his PMA, dissolved his licenses, everything from that old business, sort of a new business at PMA. Mm -hmm. The town took him to court. He went to defend himself. He was allowed to be open because they're private. He stayed open. Now Attilus, he was a, a regular public gym yeah. open to the public but he never closed down fully and reestablished as a PMA. He was already in the ship because yeah. he stayed open. So had he done that switch, he would have been much better off, you know, but he's a patriot. So I, but, I, but I how long back. was that? The, the guy, Tommy, right? I think it was 24 hours. I think he shut down. For yeah. Him. But you said then he went to court. So yeah, he went to court, gave him the paperwork and they backed the fuck off. But it wasn't overnight. It's a, it's a little bit of a process. He did everything himself. So yeah, you can go in there and, and do it. But I'm just saying, like, what's yeah. the operational You're going to have to do this like, yeah, during court, when yeah. shit was fucked up, right? Let's just do yeah. that. Courts are closed. Everything. Like, this is my bread and butter. Yeah. This is my business, right? Like, after the fact, I'm like, cool. His gym stayed open the whole that. time, though. Yeah. It never, it never So when did they bring him to court? After court? Like, it was, like, during, like, the whole COVID thing. It's, right. like, the full details of it. I'm not sure if I just know because I go there and he spoke to one of my good friends he's friends with. And so, so let's talk about the yeah. uh, so state, state board. board came to do the routine inspection of my salon of Parsippany, which I took over, mm -hmm. which was open to the public, which was state board licensed. And when I bought the salon, I dissolved the license, didn't renew it. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I wanted to, but then I called them up and they wanted all this fucking bullshit pictures. And I'm like, yeah. it was already a salon. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be private. Yeah. So I took the licenses down. I didn't renew it. Have a new LLC. I put signs up on the door. By entering this building, you agree and consent to all forms of a membership agreement. And so you become a member just by entering the building. Yeah. Put not open to the public on there. So it, it's known that we're not open to the public. So when the state board came in to inspect, the girl who was working there was like, state board's here. I go, she wants to join. She can. I go, so she looked around and because she was scared to throw her out. Yeah. So she said, I'm operating a salon, an unlicensed salon. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, but we're not open to the public. We're private. So they tried to give me a fine. I called the state board. I explained that we're private and she, 
she didn't understand. I'm like, well, do you understand the Constitution? She's like, I understand the Constitution. I'm like, well, apparently you don't understand the Constitution. Yeah. So I sent them a letter, uh, and I sent the Attorney General, the Governor, Lieutenant Governor, Police Department, Fire Department a letter when I started the PMA. Yeah. So they all get a letter saying we're going in the private domain. Not are all your salons PMA at this point? They are at this point now. Okay. Yeah. Except for one I'm partnered with in Chatham, but we're gonna. Talk about that. Got it. Another story. <laughs> so I sent them a letter outlining. I wrote the whole thing myself, outlined exactly all the details of PMA. I outlined some Supreme Court cases that rule in favor of PMAs. Mm -hmm. I also let them know that there is a daycare in New Jersey. I think it's the Nature Nest in Bowen that went to court with the state of whatever. So you gave them a case. A case that's active right now in New Jersey, which they lost, which they agreed if to drop everything as long as the state or the daycare wouldn't sue them. Mm -hmm. I was like, so as you know, I, I want this whole entire thing. I really appreciate what you do to keep the public safe, but unfortunately we're private. So please make this your last attack on my constitutional rights or I'm gonna sue you. And that was three years ago. I haven't heard anything since. So, wow. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I advertise, I'm open. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm quiet about it. So, and, so, and, and, and I'm gonna have a follow-up question, right? Yeah. So it's like, cause I think of something like Soho House, right? Mm -hmm. Soho House has membership, right? Mm -hmm. But like, cool, that's for membership and that's for, it eliminates state board and stuff like that. I know we're talking about cosmetology, but then, but then there's like uh, building inspections, right? And town and it's, it's commercial residential. So if you're residential and you have an apartment building, right? And you have an apartment, 20 people live there, they can't do nothing about it. It's an apartment, right? But since you're in a commercial space, right? Can fire department, can uh, building inspector something? I'm not even saying like, yeah. but they can make it difficult for you, right? Cause they could go the other route with it as opposed to a business and license. During COVID, when it was like, no matter what, six feet apart or certain places. I, I try and keep them in my good graces for the fact that the building next door yeah. we're attached to and they're open to the public. Yeah. So there, there could be some kind of back and forth. But for the most part, as long as everything is within regulation, yeah. I'm good to their standards. So the relationship thing more than I That's it. Like, and I could be a dick, yeah. but if I had a freestanding building, mm -hmm. oh, all bets would be fucking off. Yeah. But I still you know play nicely with yeah. everyone. So the fire department... The volunteer fighter comes in and they want to inspect your, your building yeah. and you're private it's not mandatory because mm -hmm. you're private they you just tell them leave you know <laughs> if a health inspector came into your place no it's wild you can get the fuck out of here i, I mean leave. i would never do that personally but, but I... if you are private your members it, uh, it they take on the risk of joining so they assume more risk and liability by joining your pma and nobody had an issue with it. I mean, did you see a big drop? Yeah, but they could, they could, no. I'm just curious. And it's a question, yeah. right? So hear me out. So like, cool. I understand what you're saying, right? But like a building inspector, right? You need a CO, regardless if you're private or not, to operate well, here, that building. Yeah. Right? Here's what happened. I got my CO, mm -hmm. and I don't know how. One day I walked into the salon, and magically all the electric was done, mm -hmm. all the plumbing was done. I don't know how it happened. Maybe the landlord did it. Maybe the inspector did it. I have no idea. But then we got our CO. Yeah. <laughs> no, with you, yeah. we're getting it. I'm just, and and again, I'm not just like yeah, I'm, no, I know. I'm challenging it in the effect, so I have some answers. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna get them all. I get that. No. And uh, obviously, you played the tape a little bit to figure out how uh, how to do it. And um, you know, I'm, I'm still like I'm in agreement, but on the I'm because I don't have the experience. Not skeptical, but just like question mark. It's wild, like yeah, because you're so ingrained and indoctrinated to have a license and some public agency government agency to tell you what you can and can't do when in reality by you being a u.s citizen you have the right to start a private business you have the right to peacefully assemble but like i'm going more on my real estate side right because okay. I, I have we have about 50 units right okay so buildings 50 shit. buildings when they come to do the five-year inspection right i'm just like cool i'm gonna go 
when they explained this, yeah. right? I don't see it working very well for me. So you will have your your tenants become yeah. members. Mm -hmm. And part of their membership dues, they're allowed to live in that space. Correct. That's part of your membership agreement. That's all. No, but like when the state comes to do inspections, right? When they do building inspections. But they want to come in. They want to come in. But because of fire, because of when you have multiple people in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know I could block them out. Do you understand what I'm saying? But then it's a catch-22. Oh, so yeah, one. please. You, you could check it out, yeah. you know? But just know this is a private building. Mm -hmm. And but so when I go to sell it, right, I need a CL. Like I need it. Like you won't, like I'm selling a building now. Well, you, how many times do you get a CL? Once, right? Well, you get it once, and then when you sell it again, you got to get it again. Okay. So if, um, the day before you become, yeah. you come out of the private domain, and then they come and inspect it. Right. They're not going to, they can't not give you a CL. You know, if everything's regulated, they, then you start suing them. I'm with yeah, you, yeah. right? I'm not <laughs> challenging you. No, I'm not. That. I'm trying to like make it make sense for yeah, you. Is, is a fight worth it? Correct. Yeah. Essentially, it's that. When it comes to that, I'm like, I'll just pay that shit. Just keep it moving so I can do 30 other deals. You know yeah. what I mean? I understand, like, and, and I understand your situation. When you're in it and your back's against the one, you got to do shit. Like, you have to do it and you did it well in the yeah. sense of, like, how do I survive? So it's more like, I like you in the sense of the problem solving, finding a solution, yeah. getting creative. And you only found out when your back was against the wall and you're like, oh, fuck, they're trying yeah. to close everything or they are. How do I do it? And, and I think that shows us a lot. Like when a lot of people are like, cool, oh, how's work? It sucks. How's business? It's challenging. For you and I, it's like we could look past it. It's like, no, nah, this is a growth spurt right the now. The word can't. Yeah. I want to fucking punch someone in the face. Like, I can't. <laughs> oh, we do the same. Like can't. I tried. What about uh, what about try? Maybe possibly hope. My front desk girl was like, something happened with the speaker. It wasn't hooking up to the Bluetooth. I was like, well, how come it's not hooked up? She could I tried. How many times? Three. If your mother had you try and walk three times, would you be walking right now? I know where you're no. Yeah. That that <laughs> is from Tony though. <laughs> like, fuck. But it's true. But what if what if I you what if, gave up? What if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars to get hooked up? Yeah. You bet your fucking ass you're still gonna be trying to get that, that Bluetooth hooked up. So then you come in and I'm like I hear one, two, three, you're on the wrong Wi-Fi. Done. I'm like, you have to make sure you're on the same Wi-Fi as the speakers as you are here so Bluetooth can connect properly. But it's it's, it's what you tell yourself yeah. first. We we do that through our yeah. groups and, and, and our buddies and, yeah. and they used to get out because I learned, right? Somebody taught me like, hey, you're gonna go to the trip, you're gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna try. And they're like, What the fuck does that mean? It's like yes or no, right? And so like try, maybe, hopefully, possibly. Try, they're yeah. all bullshit gray area words, yes or no. Right, it's like you're gonna show up. I gotta see it. Like, just fucking say no, pussy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's looking at me. Obviously, he goes to a gym four miles from my house and asks me. You know, like it's like times a month. Do you want someone to walk what, your daughter? Four miles, down the aisle? not far. Do you want? Do you want someone to walk your daughter down the aisle? Do you do you do not want to be there for your daughter's of wedding? Of course, absolutely. That's what I tell motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, then do you not go to the gym and you're not eating right. You're probably gonna die before you can walk down the aisle. So. I'm like, what do you mean you can't? You can't walk for 10 minutes. You can't do 100 jumping jacks in the morning. But when I have clients who can't go to the gym in their mind, or it's too much of them, do five. Give me five minutes. Can you at least do five minutes? Drive to the gym, walk for five minutes and go home. I don't want you yeah. to work out. Just, Just go there. there. Do five minutes and leave. I don't care if you're energized that day and you want to do 20. Don't. Show do five minutes. Just... And then you start building the habit. The next time do 10, then do 20. I, I see yeah, you transitioning get into coaching. Yeah. Get it, it's happening yeah, as yeah, we're yeah. talking, right? Yeah. It's the coach has come out, man. It's yeah, great. What when, you when you believe in it, like they put the word coaching on it, but like obviously he believes it. It's not coaching. He's just it's getting excited yeah. about telling you what he learned and how it's changed his life. It also it helps him. Do, right? And I, mean, I, I, I just put a pain. Of, so, like to me, I was an alcoholic. I didn't need to stop drinking. But what benefit do I get from drinking? Like the decisions I make while I'm drunk are not the best. 
you know, and also the next day I'm not 100%. Right. And why am I celebrating if I'm not at the fucking finish line yet? Like when you run a marathon, you celebrate a mile, whatever, 24, whatever fuck marathon. Mile 26.2. You don't celebrate a mile 15. Right. You don't fucking throw a party because you made it 15 miles. Right. It's 26.2, motherfucker. So stop partying. Right. And to me, I'm, I'm celebrating on a fucking, on a Saturday night like I'm a goddamn billionaire. <laughs> celebrating with poison. Yeah, what the fuck am I doing? And you train, what, what, what's the marathon? How far is it? 26.2. What do you train for? 26.2. No, you train for 27. Yeah. You should train for yeah. 28, no, right? That's all the champions, everybody. Yeah. They train, like Jordan, right. anybody who shot. Yeah. How many shots did they take a night? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, like when they practice, Kobe. you you train for a lot more so that you could get to that point. Right. Yeah. It, listen, it's a mindset thing. It's like, it's cool having you here because we speak the same language, all yeah. three of us. Uh, we push our people. Some people do the whole like, oh, you're so positive. Like, what are my options to be fucking negative right. and miserable and be in your shit? Like, I came, like, we all came kind of from the same place, which is like, cool, we grew up and then we made some bad decisions. Yeah. It's like, are we going to stay there and stay with the same people and feel guilty and everything? Or we're going to elevate everybody around us. And, and the energy that comes out, like the right people come to me all the time. Like yeah. you're here for that reason too, Jamie here, right? Yeah. And, and anybody that's gonna watch this is gonna feel a certain way in the sense of like, all right, cool. Understand what they're talking about, yeah. right? And that's how we elevate. That's where the fulfillment comes in doing I was skeptical, show. honestly. I was like, what do you mean you never met this guy? Like, <laughs> you didn't even have a phone conversation? You guys are fucking DMing on IG? <laughs> like, this could be bad, you know? I didn't say any of that, but I'm thinking in my yeah. mind, like, it'd be cool at least if we met for two minutes beforehand, you know? Yeah. But I think it honestly worked out better yeah. this way. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. You know? Because not that you're selling us on anything, but you truly believe in it, and that comes through. That passion is just so easy and apparent. You know why? Because I've been at the bottom. And if, when you got your ass kicked before and you've been at the lowest of lows, and you're like, how the fuck is, why is everyone there? Because everyone's winning in your mind when you're losing. Everyone's a fucking winner. <laughs> you're and, and you're the only asshole. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, well, I'm not doing what I should be doing. And then those wins, that's why getting up early, the meditation, the gratitude. I stack fucking 10 wins before 6 a.m. Yeah. I walk into my day. Yeah, momentum. Fuck, that's it. You're like, nothing can get me it down. It can be today, fucked baby. up, but I just stacked 10 wins, bitch. I got fucking three L's today. Right. I'll stack another fucking 10 before the end of the that's day. It. And then I just go into everything like that. And it's, it's it's hard because you got to turn it down for your employees sometimes. You, yeah, yes. That absolutely. And, and your yeah. family and your yeah. wife. Like for me, it's like, I'll come home so jacked yeah. up sometimes, you know? And she's like, I don't work for you. I'm like, yeah. well, technically yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Look at the signature well, on your check. But that's another conversation. Yeah, I'm going to give you mine. So like, I went to Tony Robbins. Uh, she's going to love that one, yeah, by the way. 2017. Right? <laughs> and I came home and my employee, and they were like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? They're like, oh, you drank the fucking Kool-Aid. I was like, I didn't just drink yeah. it. I bathed in that. Here's stuff for you. They were like, no. What happened was six months to a year they're like i don't know because you settled down right yeah i don't know what happened but the change is good you're positive your problems like all these things my wife was the first to be like i want to go right so it does start at home like yeah you got to tame it down a little bit because you're not going to just like grab them and all of a sudden do this shit, right but like based on experience and energy people will turn like they it starts happening yeah you know what i mean so you can't just not do it because then you're going to go down to a low level again right it's like oh i don't want her to feel now you're you know what I mean? Like I trying to like be person for somebody else instead of being who your true self is. And eventually people, or they won't, but you'll know it. They'll drop or they me. won't, which is okay too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's completely fine. It so, is. Listen, I've lost more than I've gained in, well, in the people aspect, you know? And you're better off. You haven't gained the other no ones out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, so far. Yeah. yeah. To be continued, right? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. 
looking forward to who I meet next. Yeah. You know, this has given us the opportunity to sit down and talk for an yeah, hour. Yeah, because you know? the conversations you have with somebody when you're at this level is way different than if you were so down there hanging different. out with these people. Amen, man. You know? You're not at the bar. You're not talking about the weekends. You're not talking about, like, low-level surface shit, right? You're talking about just growth and not necessarily... Like, we haven't talked about money too much in this whole podcast, and yeah. we never do. It's about growth, about mindset, yeah. problem-solving. What's next? What do you want to do? Money's just a tool. We it's just a, utilize that shit to do all the stuff. It's a result of everything functioning properly. It's a little you know? more freedom. Yeah. yeah. And you I mean, need it. It's, and, it's, and it feels yeah. nice and it makes you feel comfortable yeah. and confident, but it's not yeah, it's, it's not the beginning, middle, or the end. You it's, know? it's temporary, man. My it's thing just... is I'm so disconnected to money. Yeah. That's why I don't pay attention. I sh I sh I don't pay I didn't pay attention to the finance like I should, mm -hmm. because to me it was like, fuck it, I'll just make it I'll make more. And it's like I wanted to create the change in people and grow the business, but then you realize, oh fuck, like that you keep, too. yeah, that part really always pay the bills. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like fuck. Now let's pay attention to that because yeah. the way you looked at money, you have this like, oh, money is the root of all evil. All those negative ideas, yeah. limited beliefs. It's not, you know, I I change money for value. Yeah. If I'm adding more value, the result is more money. So if I don't have the money I want, it's because I'm not adding enough value. So that's a complete measurement stick. So I'm using that to measure my value. Right. right. Well, money is also steroids in the sense of like, if you're a great person, you're going to be even greater. It magnifies that. If yeah. you're an asshole, you're going to be a bigger Big asshole. And yeah. everybody's going to know. It's so true. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a tool. People just don't know how to wrap their heads around this. So they categorize it in like, yeah. it's an evil. And because world. they don't have it. And they don't understand it. So but we also have all these, all this structural stuff in our minds. Like we compartmentalize it. This is enough. This isn't it. None of that matters. No, it's not about that at all. You know, especially for me, it's just, it's just about freedom. I don't want to look at a bill. I don't want to look at this or that, yeah. but sales are great. As long as you're dropping to the bottom line, right? Yeah. It's got to flow through. Otherwise, what's that's the point? what I learned. I you learned, learned that the hard way. Hard way. Yeah, hundred thousand in sales and hundred thousand in ad spends doesn't equal but anything. No, right? There's no other way to learn. Like there is, but like you talked to like, <laughs> I was in Africa in in July around like some heavy hitters, right? Yeah. And like first I'm intimidated because I'm like I'm totally not in that fucking yeah. number range, right? But then I, they were like, "What challenges are you going through?" Right? They don't. Nobody says problems. It's like words are important. What challenges? What growth spurts? And I was like cool, I'm having this. And they're like, oh, you finally popped your cherry. And it felt so good to hear like, man, you guys too. It's like, no, it's part of it. I know everybody sells the illusion of like, nah, you just got to learn all this shit, yeah. read all these books and you'll, you'll hit everything and they're all home runs. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, no. And I know it, but it was like reassuring. It was like, no, you have to go through these things. Obviously, the quicker you go through them, yeah. the better, but you have to don't. And they're like, don't rob yourself of the opportunity of skipping all this shit. And then you get to this big number and don't know how to handle it. And that's a bigger mistake. Yes, because then you're, it blows you up. Like, be, learn all the systems now. Fuck them all up as you grow. You know what I mean? But just the biggest thing was like momentum. Do not stop. Don't get comfortable. Hey, I made $100 million. I'm good. Nope. Like, that's when it comes right after you. It, it wiped now you got a hundred million dollar problem as opposed yeah, yeah. to one million dollar problem, yeah. right? So it's like momentum, and you know you get mixed up where, like, I'm better at it, right? I don't think I was like on that side, but like people will be like, "Oh, you're greedy," right? And especially if you have people that work with you and for you, and you try not to put the facade on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, oh, I don't want to look greedy. Let me not show this. Let me not do this. And it's like you can't stop momentum. You just got to keep going. Again, you got to do it for you as opposed to other people. And the right people are going to support you and the right people are going to are yeah. going to follow you that's that's really important information you know because a lot of times you feel like you're getting greedy for your success you self-sabotage your success yes because like, fuck i want to be well i want them to relate to me mm -hmm. well have them relate to you fucking by raising their standards right. you know don't lower yourself yeah like you could do this too that's an important yeah. growth spurt. yeah that's that's yeah. a hard that's a that's an interpersonal challenge yeah. that i go through like 
I used to park behind the dumpster and not yeah. wear a watch the and fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm hiding a, who I am. Yeah. That's not who I That's am. You want. I'm that. never I mean, going to become who I'm meant to be if, yeah. I, if I'm not who I am now. Yeah. You know, when I was a piece of shit, I was like proud of it. You know, now yeah. that I'm not, I should be proud of People that. People post too. pictures of their fucking martini on a Friday night with their Dude, friends. It's like every day, yeah. right? But no one gives a fuck. But you post a picture of your bank account yeah. and your success, your new car. Yeah. Oh, you fucking showing it's off. You're a jerk off. Right, yeah. exactly. Look at this guy in his car. Yeah. Thinks he's better than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. But... All right. Yeah. Let, let's wrap up with this. Ready? Cool. What's next for you? Uh, in life? Whatever. Life, yeah. life business. Well, next is like staffing the Florida location. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and so that's part of the reason why I, you know, have that whole coaching business. So my team now can get reach me on a day, on a weekly basis. Every week we're going over everything. So we get on a coaching call. Everyone from all my salons. What's happening? Saw your Instagram, Vanessa. Great job. Next time, have a call to action on that post. Mm -hmm. Hey, who edited your, that video for you? It wasn't our editor. We had right. fucking your friend. He did a great job. Bring him on the team. Let me talk right. to him. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. And then uh, just trying to do better than yesterday. That's really it. Where's your salon you know, in Florida? Uh, the land, right outside of Orlando. I have a good friend of mine. They moved down here years ago. We've been trying to work together for something. His wife does hair. Space came available, and I was like, "Fuck it, sign a lease." That's how most my deals. Yeah, we just built. We just built it out. So it's like I got to a certain level, and then I just diminished everything back to construction again, and then I'm just building back up again. Good. How's yeah. it going? Good. Yeah, I don't really focus on any like negatives or losses. I mean, if I could vent here and talk about all of them, but right. everything's going great. Okay. I never ever. Like people ask me, you know, how's everything going? Fucking awesome. Mm. It's great. Like nothing ever goes wrong. Yeah, it goes wrong. Shit, it's <laughs> fucked up sometimes. But I will never pay attention to it because the answer is not in the problem. It's yeah, in right. the solution. Right. And if I'm looking at the problem. Fucking that's never going to see. Yeah. More problems. So that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. I said just looking on and becoming better than I was yesterday. Nice, really. Man. As cliche as that shit sounds. But and listen. Uh, yeah, I say a lot of stuff, yeah. and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I want to throw up already. I heard it, yeah. times, but it's so true. It's, true. it's hard to replace it with something yeah. else, right? They become cliches, but because they're true, yeah, and they work out. It's, so it's true. Cool. Yeah, this is cool, guys. Yeah, yeah this was great, man. Yeah. There's definitely going to be a part two. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. Yeah, a lot more questions following. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> Listen, thank you again for coming. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciate, appreciate it. This was awesome, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Good day. Yeah. Everybody for having us. Yeah. See you guys next time on the next episode.